Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And this week we are talking a little bit about Dragon Quest Monsters and a little bit about the Game Awards and just our Game of the Years and things like that. First of all, though, let's talk about Dragon Quest Monsters. Uh, The day that this episode goes live, Dragon Quest Monsters just came out. Today, December 1st. Yep. So I'm excited. I should have my pre-order in after y'all are listening to this, actually. Uh, usually Amazon will deliver at about 8 or 9 at night when I've done a pre-order. So I will be playing this after. Most of you have probably listened to this uh, based on our, no- our normal listening numbers. So uh, I hope I'm having fun right now. I think you will be. <laughs> after I-, I think I will be. Based on how much you and I both loved the demo of this game and how much you just have enjoyed monsters as a spinoff series already. I think, yeah. I think we're going to have a good time. I think so. I'm, I'm always hesitant for stuff like this on new games, but I'm, I'm hopeful because I really liked the demo of this one. Yeah, I did too. I, um, I'm very excited. I, I, I adored treasures that came out almost a year ago to the day. Um, yep. Like, it took me a while. At first, when I was first starting to play it, there was, like, the first few hours of that game, I was very much like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then yeah. at some point, I just got really into collecting, and it really uh, really fell in love with it and loved it after that and had a blast. And then I'm just hoping this isn't kind of the opposite, where it's like it seems really good right out the gate. And then... Yeah. After like ten hours, I'm like, eh. and I don't, I don't expect it to be. I mean, that's, I would be disappointed if that were the case, but I don't think it's going to happen. I'm, I'm yeah, optimistic I, that that's not going to be the case. I don't think so. I'm, I'm really like I, like I said, I'm really hopeful uh, for you too. I, uh, like you said, it's, I don't know, I'm, I just want it to be so good. I, uh, after being kind of disappointed in Treasures last year where I didn't want to play, I like, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I'm really hoping that this is one that I can just love. And honestly, I'm excited to synthesize and see all of the, the new monsters and everything in it too. So that's going to be, be really cool. I'm very excited for it. I've cleared out my entire like gaming schedule <laughs> for the next little yeah. while for monsters. Like there's a couple of games that I really want to play right now. Like, I snagged Gotham Knights because it was like $15. Um, right. 
And I've, I was like, oh, I've had can... it on Steam for a while, and I haven't played it yet, but I've heard that uh, if you take it like a, a Batgirl beat em up, it's actually pretty fun. Yeah, and that's kind of what I've heard, and it's one of those games that you know I wanted to spend about fifteen dollars on, so I was waiting for it to get that cheap. So I like snagged yeah. it over, snagged it over Black Friday. Then there's like been a couple of other games that we've been playing um, around the house and stuff, and I'm just like, there's a there's a couple of cool games coming out next week that I might play on like a slow if there was a slower time, but oh yeah, but because Monsters is out on Friday. I'm just like, nope, this is what I'm doing. Yep, um, that is, is where your free time is going. Yeah, so um, very excited for that. But because that is out today, December 1st, it meant that this week's episode could not be about Dragon Quest Monsters. So don't worry. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be quite a few Dragon Quest Monsters, the Dark Prince episodes in your future. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um so don't worry, we're going to have plenty to say about this game as we're playing it and everything like that. Um, but the other big thing that's happening next week uh, is the Game Awards. Right. So a lot of people are talking about their game of the year, um, different like, you know, best RPG of the year, things like that. Even though, I mean, I cover Game Awards for work and stuff like that. and But just like personally, I'm, I don't just, I'm not like, oh, Game Awards. And I know you're not right. really big into it either. No, um, not really, no. But, uh, but it seemed like a good kind of conversation for today and talking about some things that we're excited for. Elephant in the room, let's call it. Um, do you think we're going to get any kind of Dragon Quest announcements at the Game Awards this year? I would like to say so with the Monsters uh, release being like right near it, but I don't know. I Again, I don't hold out hope. Yeah, I don't know. What it's about you? Like, no, it's like, you know... We know 3 Remake is coming. We know 12 is coming. Um, it is going to be a week after Monsters releases, but I, I don't think so. I, I don't expect yeah. to see like a Dragon Quest 12 trailer drop or anything like that. Yeah. Right now, not even a little bit. I think that, I think if we see anything, like we might see 3 Remake as part of like a B-roll for like Nintendo Switch titles coming out in 2024 or whatever. Oh yeah, that's true. Where it's like we might, but in terms of like concrete release date and like big tra- shiny new trailer, I don't think so. I think that's why my personal uh, investment in the Game Awards has never been very high, is because it's it feels very much more focused on a Western audience. So I feel like a lot of the games you see there, are like first person shooters and like horror yep. games and horror first person shooters, and yep, it's yep, just yep, 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 yep. the kind of games that like if you love those kind of games, that's fine. But it's not the kind of games I like. Like I, you know, I want to look at cartoony games that look like anime and like, that's the kind of games I want. I want RPGs and that. And I mean, there may be some nice surprises, but, um, I'm not just like, I think didn't Sandland was Sandland announced at last year's game awards game awards that it was announced at. Maybe it seems like it's been a while. Yeah, so I was it thinking it was been. just earlier this year, but maybe it was game awards. I don't know. It all kind of blurs together, but there sometimes usually FF14 gets something cool so I'm kind of hoping that we'll get a we'll get a cool mm-hmm. Dawn Trail trailer this time um this year but um but yeah overall like I don't have a lot of personal investment in it for game of the year though what gets your vote for game of the year Game of the year this year for me is Baldur's Gate 3 uh there's no way anything is going to knock it off of the top spot um the the ones that have been nominated I actually 
understand why they have been like Mario Wonder. We just got it this weekend and it's fantastic. Uh, Spider Man Two is just brilliant. Um, Final Fantasy Sixteen is just magnificent. Uh, but Baldur's Gate Three has just it's just so good. It's so good in almost every way that I can't I can't not think that it's. I hope that it's going to get game of the year, but I, it is by far my game of the year uh, over and above. It may be my game of next year. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. Like my personal game of the year is probably FF 16. Right. Yeah. That's the game that I enjoyed the most and stuck with me. And like, when I think back on 2023, I'll probably think of it as like FF 16 summer. Right. Um, but you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man two, was fantastic. I platinumed that one a uh, week or two ago. Really enjoyed it. Um, but in terms of just like game of the year, I think I think Baldur's Gate three kind of deserves it. I mean, it's such a it's a great game, and it's one of those games that kind of like Breath of the Wild in 2017, where it was just like this big like captured the zeitgeist and yeah. was this big like cultural like it was just a part of like pop culture in general, and just like so many people were talking about it was something that I feel like Tears of the Kingdom really didn't manage to recapture earlier this year, even though I, yeah. I liked the game fine. It just felt like, it felt like Breath of the Wild all over again, but like with improvements. And I haven't even played it. I didn't care anything about Tears of the Kingdom once it came out because I didn't like the uh, way the building looked. That it looked like it was too much relying on that for puzzle solving and everything. And I just had zero interest in doing that. So I'm... Uh, still just, I'll eventually play it, I'm sure, but it's it's one that I've heard very good things about, but also the same as you said, it's Breath of the Wild more with improvements, and it wasn't my kind of fun, honestly. I mean, I thought it was a fun game, but just in terms of like, it's just kind of like, hey, if you liked Breath of the Wild, this is playing Breath of the Wild all over again, is kind of what Tears of the Kingdom feels like. Um, whereas, like, Baldur's Gate 3 definitely feels like this big kind of like and also it's a crpg i mean the fact that a crpg came yeah. out in 2023 and got this got this popular is like pretty impressive on its on its own so you know i'm sad that ff16 didn't get a nomination for uh for game of the year it did rpg of the year and it's probably gonna lose that to Baldur's gate 3 as well i hope not i would like to see ff16 win something i'd like to see it win something but at the same time I think Baldur's Gate is the better game and it's, and I love Final Fantasy 16. I thought it was fantastic, but it's just Baldur's Gate three does so much. Well, I don't know. It's, I just don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. it. I do think that Final Fantasy 16 has such a fantastic story that it could win the like best narrative category. Is that what it's called? Um, yeah, there's also like best, uh, best acting, which I, I've nominated and voted uh, Ben Starr for that, for doing Clive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think 16 has better acting in it overall. And just, I mean, cards on the table for anybody listening. I actually get to uh, nominate ahead of time and, like, vote and do all the voting stuff before the nominations come out for Game Awards. I hardly ever, the games that I choose end up showing up <laughs> yep. as the nominations. Um, but for what it's worth, I do, uh, I do get to do that ahead of time. So, um, so you might hear me talking about that a little bit, but yeah, I, I, I put 
FF16 for Game of the Year on my ballot, and that got outvoted. Also, for people who liked Octopath Traveler 2, like I had that on there right. uh, as well. I know that's been a big thing that Octopath Traveler 2 didn't get anything. I tried. I also did Chained Echoes. It's like everybody forgot that Chained Echoes released after the voting last year, so it was eligible for this year, mm. and it didn't show up in any indie categories. And I had I had Chained Echoes for like everything. So for everybody mad about Dave the Diver, I tried. It was Chained Echoes for me. I tried. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I did my part. That, I did my part. This is my problem with anything like this, that it, like you said earlier, it's first-person shooters, horror games, and first-person shooter horror games. It It's the Sony and PlayStation AAA... Or Sony and PlayStation. It's the Sony and Microsoft AAA extravaganza. Uh, you get whatever the first party studios are putting out. Uh, they win, of course they do, uh, and then it's meaningless for the most part. Uh, I get really tired of actually seeing game awards stuff uh, with people talking about it like it matters, kind of like Metacritic scores. Uh, and I'm like, this is this is nothing. And I, I don't know. I, I know that that is cynical and bitter of me and biased of me. But I, I can't help but like there's so many games that get ignored for the Last of Us remakes, that kind of thing, and I'm uh, I'm I'm tired of it. <laughs> if you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. I think that you have to, whether you whether you love the Game Awards, hate the Game Awards, are indifferent toward the Game, to the game Awards, whatever, like you really just have to... Look at it the way, like, you know, the I kind of look at, like, the Oscars, Grammys, any, yeah. any awards show like this. It's just, like, it's a very it's a very subjective thing, and it's, like, I, like, don't get, don't let it ruin your whole year that a game you loved didn't get nominated. Just, like, don't let it become your personality that the game you loved was Game of the Year. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like if Dragon Quest Eleven was Game of the Year in 2018, like, I'd be really excited, and I'd be like, yeah. But, you know, it's just like, at the end of the day, it's just, it's so subjective and it's like so many things have to go through with the voting process and everything yeah. like that, that it's just, I mean, at least, at least this year they've gone back to letting like everybody vote. There was a couple of years there since I've been like, a, a, like able to nominate and, and vote yeah. and stuff ahead of time, like where that was it, like they did not open it up to the public and it was just like media outlets huh. and editors for media outlets and stuff like that could do it. I really didn't like that because I felt like I felt like there's games that that I wanted to win that I was like, oh, this could win if it went to popular vote. But I didn't feel like it could win if it was like between 
like just media people, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. Does. For what it's worth, like I, I work with a lot of people who very much vote and the way I do and love RPGs like I do. But when there there's something like a hundred and some odd outlets there. And so it's just like, you know, it's even if like me and like the five or six people I work with that also got to vote or like voting for chained echoes and Octopath Traveler two and final fantasy 16 and just things like that. It's just like, um, that's a very small number of people when you look at how many do get to vote ahead of time. I guess the takeaway there is I tried. <laughs> I remember when, uh, when it was a couple of years ago, you were telling me about it being just media outlets and it was like, that seems kind of weird. It, uh, it seems kind of insular and nepotistic. I, I was just going to say, I think they were trying to turn it into something more like the Oscars or Grammys where it's like, it's like the Academy vote, right. you know, kind of thing. And I just, I, I don't know. I just don't think it, I don't think it works. I mean, I don't think it works for the Oscars and the Grammys either. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think that like the public vote should be a thing for for everybody. But um, but I, but I also feel like those establishments, like especially the Oscars, I mean, they've been around for so long. It's like uh, probably near impossible to get uh, those to kind of break away from tradition. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jennifer and I will go to the movies and see a trailer and uh, see that it comes out in December and that it's very serious and moving. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Oscar bait. It was like they they're doing that. They're wanting an Oscar for this movie, uh, and and a lot of those movies are pretty good. But I am biased against them because I see it as trying too hard to aim for the particular way of winning that particular award. And I feel like, and I don't think the Game Awards has gotten to that point yet, or or may never. But I can see uh, games like Naughty Dog games and uh, things like that definitely leaning in on the i don't know if it's mass appeal if if that's the that's not the right way but it's the particular kind of game that gets that gets nominated for awards which may not be necessarily the best in terms of gameplay does that make sense um i think it does for sure i think a huge part of the audience something that works in the game awards favor is like there's a huge part of the audience that doesn't care about the awards at all and is just there to see the new announcements and trailers. Yes. And that's the part that I tend to enjoy. Like, like there's generally every year, there's at least one game that gets shown off or gets announced that I get really excited for. Um, it might not be a game that I get as excited for as like, you know, the next Dragon Quest game or the next Trails game yeah. or the next like Fantasy Life or those kind of more niche games that, uh, that you know, you tend to see at like Nintendo uh, directs, but like still, there's usually there's usually a couple of announcements that have me excited, and even even sometimes it's it's a game that I'm excited for, but kind of like going back to talking about Gotham Knights, where it's like a game that I'm like, oh, that looks fun, and I want to play it, but I'm gonna wait until it's fifteen or twenty yep. bucks to play it. There's quite a few of those kind of games that get announced, and so for me, again, outside of work, but for right. me, outside of work, it's like the the announcements are kind of the stuff that I care about, and it's like if I if I weren't having to keep up with the game awards for work, like I would, I probably wouldn't be watching them. And I would just like check Twitter the next day and be like, Oh, what's this Sandland got a new trailer. Yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the way that I do it. That's pretty much the way I approach, uh, Super Bowl commercials or any kind of, uh, San Diego comic-con. 
uh, trailers and announcements. I'm like, I'm not going to keep up with this stuff actively, but I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to watch it later once everything is released and I can do it on my own time. So if, going with the reveals announcement stuff, if you had like your dream of some game announcements for, for Game Awards 2023, what, were some, what would be some things, some trailers you would just absolutely love to see, no matter how absurd? I'd like to see Dragon Quest Twelve. Like, I, I yeah. definitely want to see what they're doing with it. Uh, if, if I had Madruthers, eh? Um, I would want to see a new Xeno game, uh, Xeno Saga. Uh, I'd like to see, uh, either a remake of Xeno Saga games or, uh, an announcement for a remaster of the old ones. I would like to see Baldur's Gate DLC at this point that takes you from level 12 to 20 to have some epic level stuff, uh, because I've already beaten that and I would like to see, uh, what kind of DLC, uh, I could play through with it. Um, but like that would be the main things that just top off that come up off the top of my head uh, that I would like to see. Mainly, Dragon Quest Twelve is the one I want to see the most because it's been so long since we just got a logo and a little teaser. It's weird. Okay, for people listening, we have not written this out. We did not share our picks with no. each other ahead of time at all. But it's funny that you said that because my first two were going to be Dragon Quest Twelve. I mean, obviously, right. but also a Z- Zenosaga remaster. <laughs> or remake. Are you serious? Or actually, yeah, yeah, no joke. Those were those were going to be my first two right out the gate. So we're in heavy agreement there. Um, the the others I was going to mention is I was going to say uh, I would like to see a new uh, Tales game because especially mm, yeah. uh, Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise won Best RPG the year it was out and that was like my you know that's one of my favorite rpgs the dlc came out last month um, which i still haven't gotten around to so it's like now that the dlc is gone and all i would love to see a big like something cool for the next tales game um and i feel like because it won at the game awards and got a trailer at game awards before that that it could realistically get shown off at the game awards this year yeah Uh, may still be too early for another tales game but um, I mean, again, we're dreaming big here. So I would dreaming love to big, see that. yeah. I do love the Tales games so much. Also, this is kind of a weird one coming from me, I realize, but uh, I would kind of uh, be excited to see something about that Wolverine game. Oh, yeah. Uh, because of how much I enjoyed Spider-Man 2 and just how much I enjoy Insomniac games in general, like going all the way back to like the Spyro games. Right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I love Spyro and stuff. Like, I love Insomniac games overall, and so... Um, like a new Wolverine, the more info on Wolverine would be cool. Um, a new Ratchet and Clank would get me really excited or like a new, like Sackboy or Astro's Playroom or some kind of like PlayStation platformer yeah. since I'm really dreaming big here. <laughs> yeah. Sackboy 2 like would something be, like that. be fantastic. I would, Jennifer and I would buy that day one. No, no doubt. Yeah. Something like that would be really cool to see more realistically, uh, Sand, Sandland uh, release date, like an actual release date and right. information, pre-orders going up, stuff like that would be cool to see. Dawn Trail, an official Dawn Trail release date, and like some showing off some stuff with the new classes and things like that for yeah. FF14 would be really cool to see. I say realistic with those two because I feel like that stuff has been shown off in Game Awards before this year, so, yeah. so they might be more likely. Same kind of for Wolverine. Like I feel like all of those might be realistically shown off but yeah i think um i think those would be 
I mean, RPGs and platformers, I'm going to get excited for. I think that Wolverine was one that I had uh, forgotten about right now uh, until you said that. Like I had uh, written a, uh, an article, a screen rant and mentioned it, but uh, it was also one of those where uh, until you said it, like as far as announcements, I would love to see how they, they, they're doing that game. I want to see more about it for sure. I'm like you. I like the Insomniac games. Uh, I thought about going back to play even more of them. Uh, and like I saw that there was a Spyro uh, pack, uh, like the the Spyro remaster uh, bundle with some crash games uh, over the weekend. And I think it was on Switch maybe that they were on sale. And uh, I didn't pick them up because I didn't know how they performed. And I was going to ask you actually uh, which platform you had played the Spyro remasters on. I've played both the Spyro and Crash remasters on the PS4 version. I mean, I've played them on PS5, but they were originally played on ps4 and they're the ps4 discs I did not like the crash uh remasters the remakes that's what what's maybe hesitate about spyro because i never played spyro before the spyro ones are so much better i mean i always like spyro better than crash anyway and i mean i loved crash back in the day especially yeah i did too but, um but like but like especially now as an adult like i just i love the spyro game so much and i think you would i think you would like the spyro games you and jennifer would love yeah. the spyro games i would highly recommend those to y'all I'll uh, I'll check into that and see if they're still on sale then. <laughs> but yeah, when you're yeah. talking about in- Insomniac games and Spyro, reminded me that I actually meant to ask you that over the weekend. Yeah, they're they're good. Um, I was just gonna say, going back to Wolverine, like for me, I know people, especially who've listened to this podcast a lot, hear me talk about how I don't like comic book stuff all that much, um, and they're like, Austin, what? But I really don't care about Wolverine as a character. Like I've seen, I think one of the X Men movies. Wow. Um, and it was and it was the last stand, oh, which I'm told was oh. a mistake. Yeah, I was told that was the worst one. To yeah, go watch. that's. Um, but I, I went with some friends and saw it in theaters, and I was like, "Wow, this is awful." But apparently, other ones are better. But either way, I just I even as a kid, my brother was really into the '90s animated show, mm-hmm. and I was just never into it. And so it's like for me, it's not even like like I have no real like love of the character of the franchise or anything like that. It's purely for me. It's that I love insomniac games and like ratchet and clank and the Spider-Man games have been some of the best like PlayStation games yeah, for sure. Maybe the best PlayStation games, like in terms of exclusives to like really, uh, come out. And so, um, like I'm just, I'm more excited for it because it's an insomniac game and I think it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think their track record is basically in, in basically perfect at this point on the uh, new generation systems that the ratchet and clank remake and the ratchet and clank rift apart are perfect um like not perfect but they're some of the most fun that i've had on the, the playstation in years and uh, spider-man as well and i'm hoping we get we may get some dlc for it i would love to see announcements on uh, what they're doing with uh, dlc for spider-man uh, because I for mean, Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Two, yeah, yeah, Spider-Man Two, because yeah. oh, they wow. they had good stories uh, in the regular Spider-Man DLC. They had they had their own uh, achievements and tro- or trophies and uh, actual full narratives with, across the three episodes. So I'm hoping maybe we get an announcement on what they're doing with it since it's so pa- powerful. That's what I was since it was so powerful, uh, since it was so popular. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Part of me is like, I'm wondering if it's too early for that. And also if they're going to save that, that for like a PS showcase. Cause I'll, again, with the game awards, it's like, I feel like a lot of it's going to be 
games that are kind of really out of years in my purview anyway and some new announcements too um but i also kind of expect there to be stuff like death stranding 2 we know is going to happen and kojima and jeff Keighley seem to be pretty tight so i feel like death stranding 2 might get some stuff and then like elden ring dlc also seems like a, a high possibility in terms of things we already know about like those are the kind of games i expect to get shown off at um, at Game Awards this year, all the stuff that I said I wanted to see, I'm not expecting. Like yeah. if they if they show if they show off Dragon Quest 12 and like a Xenosaga remaster, like I might actually pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> this means that means you have to live stream it for everybody, just so that we see live you stream. A live stream. Live stream. Nice. Yeah, bringing bring a new meaning. I to didn't the even term think about <laughs> it. Does bring a new meaning to the word live stream. <laughs> Um, I didn't even think about uh, Elden Ring uh, DLC or anything. I'm so far removed from Souls-like games that uh, I didn't even, I forgot that game existed. It's basically, like, the stuff I expect at Game Awards is basically, like, all the games that I have to keep up with professionally, like, for work, but that I don't, like, have a lot of investment in personally. Um, That's kind of what I'm expecting, but, you know, you never know. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be a game or two that, yeah. It's shown off that I get excited for and that, um, like a trailer and stuff. And we yeah. get to see. There generally is so. like, like as much as I, I, I'm being the negative, uh, negative Nancy here. It's, uh, there is usually something at every award show like this that I can get excited about that, that I'll yeah. see. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's going to be great. And I want to show it to Jennifer or, uh, it, it's just like something that I look forward to and uh, then forget about and then see it again later because my memory is uh, is shot. Yeah, GTA 6, you love Grand Theft Auto games. GTA 6 might get shown off at Game Awards this year. Oh, time. boy, GTA. I love those. Was that convincing? I was totally kidding, but I, I like the GTA games fine. I got I got the Switch versions of, of them, like the oh, did you really? masters that everybody hated. Yeah, I got them through work, so I didn't have to pay for them, and I toyed around with them because I hadn't touched a GTA game since yeah. I watched Asa Meisenheimer play Vice City when I was in like middle school, high school. Oh, I don't man. Know, somewhere, when the, somewhere around in there when that game came out. And I actually, I mean, they're not my kind of games, but I mean, I... I I played through Vice City and I, I toyed around in three and San Andreas and it was like, you know, they're fine. I mean, I liked Driver Two on PS One back in the day. Like, it's not it's not the kind of games I would probably spend money on. But um, and I don't even know if GTA Six. The trailer is rumored to be at TGA, but I think it's because Rockstar announced that the trailer was showing was going to be shown in early December, and so oh. it's like early December. The Game Awards is early December, but I also feel like. It's GTA 6, so I feel like it's probably going to get its own thing, but you never know. Yeah, it very so. well could because GTA 5 has been uh, running strong for ever. I can't even remember how many years it's been. Like 10 years, yeah. Has it really been 10 years for 5? 2013, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, but I got... I'm not a fan of that kind of game. I played a lot of GTA 3 and Vice City in college, uh, wasn't a big fan of San Andreas, but like I actually have never played four or five, so they may be fantastic games. But I I try I played a lot of them in college, and then it was just not 
it was my friends and I played them, I guess I should say. Like as a in a big group, like you said, you were watching Asa uh play it. And so as a group, yeah, it it's a lot more fun going around and blowing up helicopters with uh bazookas. But it's not something that I, I care anything about the story. It's not my kind of storytelling. And uh, so it's not something that I'm going to play on my own. I feel you. It's probably GTA six is probably one of those games I'll play for work. Right. Um, and course, I'll probably yeah. enjoy just, I probably enjoy just fine, but n- not a game that I would have bought or played otherwise, but it's kind of nice. I mean, there's been other games like that, that I've played purely from work and then ended up really, really loving. Yeah. I mean, and that's a, that is a perk of the job, really being able to play the kind of stuff and have fun with something that you didn't think you were going to. Like that's always a, yeah. a a good surprise when it's like, oh, we'll we'll see, and it turns out to be fan fantastic. I'm like that whenever somebody gifts me a game that I've never thought of or heard about or anything, and I'm like, well, cool, I'll give this a shot, and it turns out to be wonderful. Uh, one of the last ones like that for me was Vampire Survivors. Uh, absolutely adored it, uh-huh. and I would not have bought it myself. Like I'd heard about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's like Robotron. I w- I would enjoy that game. And uh, never thought anything else about it again. And then uh, Void sent me a copy of it. And was like, hey, play this. And uh, it was great. And I spent hours on it uh, just playing it. And then I've played the knockoff. I guess I shouldn't say knockoff. The similar game that uh, Pathfinder put out uh, that I can't remember the name of right now. But uh, Wrath of the Righteous? Kingmaker? Uh, no, it was a sci- It was a spinoff of one of those. It wasn't a CRPG uh, like those. It was uh, one. It was actually like vamp, just like Vampire Survivors, uh, but with Pathfinder lore and uh, stuff. But those kind of games, I would have never really tried if somebody hadn't gifted me one of them. So it is always fun to to find games like that that you'd play. It's like Gallowspire. Gallowspire. Yeah, ga- yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. I really enjoy it. I found a lot of games, uh, especially indie games, that I. Uh, just kind of took on the fly to like review for work. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a really fun game. I like this. So yeah, not not a knock on GTA 6 at all. If, or I guess I should say when I play it for work. Like, um, yeah. you know, I might, who knows? I might start getting obsessed with GTA and then start a GTA podcast. GTA FM. That sounds like it's a uh, an acronym for something different. It does. <laughs> sounds, sounds like an acronym for something kind of dirty, doesn't it? Does. It does. <laughs> I don't know exactly what. Nope. But like, it's got that cadence. It's something that you would want to delete from your internet history. Yeah, it seems like something that you can't bring up at over the Thanksgiving dinner table. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's not not good. Unless yeah, you're that yeah. uncle, and then you can because you can bring up anything. On that note, um, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode, and uh, we'll be back next week for all the fun Dragon Quest monster stuff that we're really excited to yeah, be talking super about. Excited. Remember, you can talk to us on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. You can also help support this podcast over at Patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And if you want to talk to me personally, you can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at DragonQuestin. I'm on Twitter at Professor Beej, uh, Threads at Professor Beej, and Blue Sky at BJ Keaton. Uh, and remember, we have a Patreon at Patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM, and we would love to see you there. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Bye everyone.